you have to be steadfast in your vision, but be flexible in your methods, right? So, um, and, and it goes back even to social media. It's like, everyone's like, oh, you need to be on here all the time. But like a quick Google search to look at statistics, right? Statistics still show that 70% of small business sales is still done through word of mouth slash referrals. So why are we spending 80% of our marketing efforts um, towards social media when really we probably should be trying to do more, have more conversation? Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Tamara Darden is my guest on the show today. She is a product photographer based out of DC whose style is bright and colorful and modern. And today we talk about a lot of things. Uh, We're talking about setting client expectations, um, creating a vision for your photo shoot and uh, some inside details for product photography. We also chat a lot about our favorite shows and movies and even find some business tips from Marvel movies. So if you love the movies and shows that we talk about, definitely shoot us a DM um, because we will talk for a long time about those. Uh, But let's get into the show. Tamara Darden, thank you for being on the show. I'm very excited to talk to you today. for for those who um, who aren't familiar with you, don't know who you are, yeah, give yeah. us a little a little background. Um, what you do? Where are you based? Yeah, hey y'all. I am Tamara, like T and Tamara. I am the creative director and lead product photographer of Darden Creative. Darden Creative uh, was founded in 2016 by me. So I'm the Darden and Darden creative y'all. And we are a content creation agency that specializes in social media content, uh, parentheses, product photography and video for beauty and lifestyle brands. That's the simplest way I can explain what I do. Um, And I am based in DC right now, but I'm actually originally from New York. So I am born okay. and raised New Yorker and I relocated to DC in 2017. So okay. DC is my home. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Are you like one of the five boroughs, New York, or are you? Yeah, I'm the real, yes, I'm the real okay. New York city. So okay. oh, I, I lived in the South Bronx, um, you know, on the two and the five line, if there's any New Yorkers that are watching, uh-huh. uh, Two in the five line, 15 minutes from 125th. Okay. Manhattan. Harvard. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Uh, yes. That was a good question, actually, because some people like to say they're from New York and then you like dig a little bit deeper and they're like, oh, I'm from Albany. 
Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay that's okay. yeah, that's okay. that's a little different. Because you cool. said New York. You didn't say that you were from New York City because I wanted to be like, I didn't want to assume like, oh yeah, you're like from oh. Manhattan or whatever. Because that's, um, that's like every time that I visited New York, it's been New York City, Manhattan, Bronx, Queens, all, yep. all that area. That's um, that's that's what I where I rep South yeah. Bronx, Bronx, nice. New York. Yeah. Nice. I I really enjoy it up there. This last time I was, let's see, I was there in early August during um, a crazy heat wave and it was like 95 degrees and it was hotter than it was in Texas whenever I left. And I was like, this is this yeah. is not, not the break from summer that I was hoping to get on this trip. Yeah. Uh, New York gets really hot, but what I will say, it doesn't get as humid. So like, it's just, yeah. it's just hot. Whereas in mm-hmm. DC, it's hot and it's humid. It's actually kind of gross. <laughs> so <laughs> during the month of August, and actually even right now, because climate change is real, y'all, I don't know if mm-hmm. you realize it, but um, we're still getting 80 degree weather right now. And it's September 23rd. Um, yeah. and we just had a crazy rainstorm. Like the sun is coming out and it's getting you know brighter. So I'll definitely take a walk. But I'm sure I guarantee that once I walk out of my door, that the humidity is going to slap me in my face. So yeah, I I actually am planning to head to New York for a couple of days pretty soon to like see fam. Nice. Uh, But yeah, I love New York, love New York, but moving was the right thing to do at the time, which I'm sure we'll get into, but yeah. 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 So, so you said you moved to DC in 2017. Yeah, but started Darden uh, Creative in 2016. So I'm assuming you started that in New York. Yes, um, I actually the idea started in 2015. I was a wardrobe stylist for several years um, or assisting stylist, and uh, I remember doing a really big job as an assistant. I was like the third assistant on the job. It was like a thousand dollar job, and I was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna get paid and something happened to the stylist agency and I didn't get my first like payment until like eight months after the job. And so for me, that was kind of like, I think hard pass. So (laughs) I kind of went back to the drawing board. Um, I knew I wasn't going to go back to a full-time job. I had a full-time job for six years. Mm. Um, and I, I knew I did not want to go back to corporate life. So I just, I just thought to myself, okay, well, I do styling. I'm sure I can translate that into product styling. It's the same concept, just smaller things, yeah. right? Um, and so I actually offered my service for free uh, the first six months that I was, I guess, in business mm-hmm. to build a portfolio. So I would pitch to to businesses at local markets and say, Hey, here's my wardrobe styling portfolio. I would love to create some images for you for free. Um, the only thing that I ask of you is if you like them to tag us and people started doing that. And I guess you could say from there, the rest is history. Um, and I relocated to DC a year later, I guess a year and a half later, uh, because I was just, I was hella broke when you start a business, like you're hella broke. You're not really yep. paying attention to your finances. I was working two to three part-time jobs, still barely making ends meet. 
Um, and I just, I asked a friend, like, look, I, I really believe in this business and what I have. Um, it was around the time Instagram was still chronological y'all. Um, <laughs> and, and there were more businesses that were coming out, creating their own products, um, and, and lacking the, the resources to create really captivating imagery. So I knew that there was a business there. Um, and I, I just needed some place to kind of land my feet. Um, she said yes. And I pretty much (laughs) relocated like in a month's time from New York to DC and wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's just been my focus ever since really. Um, so yeah. Okay. I like (laughs) it. That is, that is a quick, like get up and go. We're, we're going to DC. Um, that it's my wife and I have talked about moving, uh, a a few different places. Uh, The Texas heat is a little bit much for us. Um, our, our kids also get like heat exhaustion and like our oldest gets, uh, like heat fevers or, or sickness or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. We're no, outside too thing. long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, which we were like, Oh no, we grew up in Texas. Like we should be, the kids should be fine. But, um, the kids are all yeah, right. <laughs> again, uh, global warming. It is a little bit different than it was whenever we were kids. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So we've been like looking at other places and I'm like, Oh, I've got to like start marketing like a year in advance or something. Was that, um, like a, in a fairly easy transition. Also before you answer that one, mm-hmm. I think your earring is oh. tapping on your mic over there. Let me take this off y'all. Okay. All for you. There we go. Sweet. <laughs> now, now you're just going to be lopsided a little bit, but it's cool. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Yes. Um, so marketing, you know, uh, <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I honestly, so I didn't tell anyone about the move because mm-hmm. I didn't want anyone to talk me out of it. So I, uh, because I knew energetically it was the right thing to do and yeah. it I mean, I was 30 at the time. So 30, you're an adult. You should be adulting. No, like (laughs) you're, you're just figuring it out at at 30, kind of, sort of. And so I didn't want anyone to really put thoughts in my head. Like you shouldn't do this. You should just go stick it out. Do that. No, like I really was dead set on the move. I really Mm -hmm. felt like it was the right thing to do. And it was. Um, but with that being said, I didn't want people to impose their fears on my dreams. So, um, I just told like three or three to four people. Um, and actually the week that I was moving, I finally like said, Hey, I'm moving down to DC. I started using DC hashtags, uh, like DC relevant hashtags and things like that. And people were like, Oh snap. She's moving to DC. Holy, holy crap. Um, and so I did get a really warm welcome, but the transition was still tough because it's a new market that you're having to figure out. Um, and having to build like new connections and, Mm -hmm. uh, and you still got to create work. Like you still have to constantly consistently create work and market yourself. So I think 
for me is I just kind of like stuck to the basics, like, okay, no one really knows who I am. Um, so my main priority right now, like, sure, I want to bring in income, but because my business is still less than three years old, right? Um, my priority is brand awareness. So I just really started posting content that I wanted to be hired for at the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it was great because I still had connections in New York. And so I shoot products. So people would just mail me their products. So I still had a connection back to the city. Um, but also what I was noticing was that because I was using product photography hashtags that, businesses were starting to find me that weren't based in either place. So like my first, I guess, paying client was based out of Chicago. She found me through a hashtag. So I just really utilized Instagram as the platform of choice to really start like putting myself out there. Um, and And it has worked to my advantage of saying, hey, I work with businesses that aren't even based here. It it actually opened up um, my sphere of influence while mm-hmm. also still networking with um, local creative communities. And, you know, a year later, I joined a really great uh, co-working slash photography space, which was really great. Nice. Um, but yeah, like the first, you know, one to three years, it's brand awareness. And I know this is probably not popular advice because usually it's always like charge what you're worth, blah, 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 (laughs) Um, you know, make money. And honestly, I had a part-time job until before the panini. So like January of 2020. Oh yeah. Um, And I was still growing the business, you know, in conjunction with like working a part-time job. Um, But the first one to three years, like, you're just getting your name out there. I'm not saying offer your services for free, but just temper your expectations, right? Like you want to make sure that you are consistently posting content. You're optimizing your time on Instagram. You're still Mm -hmm. utilizing hashtags. Hashtags aren't dead y'all. I'm still being found by businesses to this day, utilizing hashtags. Um, Also networking with um, and connecting with, with other people, outside of the photography industry, believe it or not. So other businesses that may want to, that may need photography help. So like website designers, um, prop stylists, um, co-working spaces, right? Uh, Your local chamber of commerce. Like those are the things that you really want to, from from my point of view, kind of focus on um, before being like, okay, I want to make six figures if that's what you want to do. Right. Yeah. 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 Those those outside the industry connections can prove to be really, really beneficial because yeah. um, because a lot of times, <clears throat> you know, sometimes with the uh, like the in, in our industry photography and everything, making those connections, it can kind of seem like, oh, are you just being nice to me so that maybe I'll hire you or mm-hmm. you know, refer you? But mm-hmm. outside the industry, it doesn't really come with that like initial thought. Cause like, Oh yeah, we're just, we're, we're, we're now colleague friends. Yeah. Um, and then they think of you, like if you're, if you're, if you're kind and you're like someone that they want to be around or associate with, then you're going to be top of mind whenever they're like, Oh, so-and-so needs some product photography. I know mm-hmm. just who I'm going to send it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I love that. 
And can I add one more thing too? And I was telling, I was telling this to my students um, in my coaching program is that just because you are ready to sell doesn't mean that your audience is ready to immediately buy. Right. So like you constantly have to like have that conversation, have that dialogue of like, Hey, I'm available. Hey, I have bookings open for, you know, October, November, or, Hey, here's my calendar or, Hey, here's a link to my, my calendar. So you can schedule a discovery call. We can like chat it up. Right. Like mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're consistently, you're consistent with your message and consistency isn't synonymous with frequency. So it doesn't really right. matter. Like you don't have to post five images like five days a week. Even mm-hmm. if it's just being like three posts a week and you, hi, you know, show yourself on IG stories, you know, once or twice a week, that's way more manageable than feeling like you have to implement all of these crazy strategies Oh yeah. Um, in order to be visible, right? Um, I still haven't used ads. That's actually always a common question for me because of the recent success that the business has seen. Mm-hmm. We're always like, well, did you do ads to do that? No, I, I didn't know ads. And most of my promotion was on one social media platform and that was Instagram. Yeah, That was it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like whenever you're building that organic um, connections with people and you're showing up consistently, like you were saying, which doesn't have to be every day. Um, Mm -hmm. I know for a while it was all the education around Instagram was like, show up every day, Mm -hmm. twice on Sunday. And (laughs) you got to post all the time. Like look at when your people are going to be online, post Mm -hmm. right then go Mm -hmm. engage. I mean, you should still be engaging and posting, but like it doesn't have to be like this crazy, Mm -hmm. like second job just to do uh, social media. But whenever you're showing up, especially like you were saying, like show your face, like get on your stories, talk because people buy from people. Yeah. And when they see your face and and they, they get to get to know Tamara and they're like, Oh yeah. Oh, Hey, she's up here again. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch these stories Mm -hmm. instead of just like, here's a product. Come buy it from me, please. (laughs) And and, it does not sell. Yeah. And also like, there's introverts I'm sure that are probably watching this too. Introversion Mm -hmm. is not an excuse to not show up. So whatever showing up looks like for you, right? Like maybe that's showing be behind the scenes content. I was about to say BTS. Um, behind the scenes content of how you. Yeah. I I still say BTS and then I'm like, Oh yeah, that's a band. Like whenever I hashtag BTS, I'm like, Oh wow, there's a lot of people sharing behind the scenes photos. Um, but yeah, like showing behind the scenes imagery or, or content, like that's another way of like breaking the fourth wall in your Mm -hmm. business without feeling like you have to show your, your face all the time. So there's a lot of ways of, of utilizing it that works for you. It does require you to step outside your comfort zone, just a scoach, you Mm -hmm. know, um, but also, yeah, also like stepping outside your comfort zone, the best things in life come from whenever you're just a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't, it's, you don't have to like, we're not saying like go live three times a day and like host your own conference and that kind of stuff. Mm -mm. But like 
show up. I I'm, I'm more on the, the introvert leaning scale from introvert to extrovert. Um, and showing my face, like I've been doing this for a couple of years now. So I'm like, I'm used to recording and like seeing myself, but like, for sure, if you go back and look at some of the first couple episodes on, <laughs> on the podcast, I'm like super nervous, not making eye contact and just like, right. ah, yeah. Um, but like showing up, it's going to be uncomfortable at first and it may mm-hmm. be uncomfortable for like the first three months even. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you do it more often, it gets a little bit easier. And a trick that I was told um, early on was like, just picture one person, like your best friend, and you're just talking to them. Mm-hmm. And that's, a good one. that's it. Like you're looking at the camera and you're just looking at your best friend. And you're like, oh, let me tell you about this new product that I got. Mm-hmm. Or let me just tell you about my day. And, uh, and that also helps you like kind of talk more in your own voice than mm-hmm. very prim and proper as we mm-hmm. sometimes get whenever mm-hmm. we're like, oh yes. And then, um, on Thursday morning, I did this thing, uh, but this just and like, therefore, and yeah. therefore too, <laughs> yeah. as a result, accordingly. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, all those, all those filler words for those essays we did in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, just like picture your best friend or even have your best friend, like go, you can go live with someone else and they don't even have to be in your industry. It's just like, yeah, this is my best friend. We're just going to talk about what's been going on in life. Mm -hmm. Y'all can ask us questions or ask me questions and I can talk to her (laughs) so that Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't get all crazy. And you can be, um, you can be open about being awkward in front of the camera too. Yes. um, Cause people relate to that. Hey y'all, quick break to talk to you about one of the tools that has completely changed my business for the better, and that is my CRM, Tave. Tave is the most customizable studio management system for photographers. They have everything under one roof um, from embedded contact forms that auto-generate into new leads to income reports, lead source reports, profit and loss statements, very detailed revenue breakdowns, Anything that you want to keep up with your numbers, they've got reports for it. They have built-in contract templates, questionnaires for your clients, easy invoicing and quotes. It is so much. Um, They also, like my favorite part, they have these auto-populated tokens. So in emails, you can put client's first name or ceremony address or even specifics down to like maid of honors, Instagram handle, and it'll auto-populate it so you don't have to figure out which spelling of Caitlin is correct for this bride. So go to lightdarkco.com slash Tave, and that's T-A-V-E, to double your 30 day trial to make it a 60 day trial. And you'd think maybe Tave is like 60 bucks a month or something from all those customizations. No, you can pay as little as 22 bucks a month, which is a lot less than a lot of other CRMs that I've used in the past that didn't do half of this stuff. So again, lightdarkco.com slash Tave, T-A-V-E. Check out Tave and let the power of customization grow your business. You mentioned this a while back and I was like, I put a pin in my brain uh, to go back to it. Um, But you had mentioned whenever you were moving that you didn't, you didn't tell anyone about it. 
Cause you didn't want, yeah. I don't remember the exact words you said, but you didn't want their fears like impeding on, on my, your, on my dreams, on your yeah. dreams. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I think that is, that's so good. A lot of times we feel like we have to share everything. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I have a few things coming up for my photography business and then also for this podcast and like education realm. And I've been on the fence with like, should I like share the, the BTS of, um, of all this process and me figuring out different things and like setting up polls and all that, or should I just do it? And I think, uh, I'm, I've been leaning toward the just do it part just because yeah. getting other people's info might, uh, create some fears in me of like, Oh, well, maybe they don't want this or no one really mm-hmm. responded to that poll that I, I had mm-hmm. like two people respond to that poll. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they're not interested in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just like back burner this for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think too many times we allow other people's fears uh, to impede on our goals, just like you said. And, um, and, and other people are insecure. They don't have to be like, you can be secure in your right. Like, I feel like you don't know, no one knows your business better than you do. Yeah. So yes, you can follow people like myself and John. <laughs> for, and you should, you should follow And you them. should, and you <laughs> should, uh, for, you know, some business insight or, you know, maybe we experience something and we're jokingly saying follow us, but you know what I mean? Um, but no one knows your business better, better than you do. Like I, I've been told plenty of times, no shade to this platform, but I've been told plenty of times to invest in LinkedIn, invest in LinkedIn because the, the people that you want to get in contact with, they're there on that platform. It's like, okay, well, my analytics and my data tell me otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you have to be steadfast in your vision, but be flexible in your methods, right? So, um, and, and it goes back even to social media. It's like, everyone's like, oh, you need to be on here all the time, but like a quick Google search to look at statistics, right? Statistics still show that 70% of small business sales is still done through word of mouth slash referrals. So why are we spending 80% of our marketing efforts um, towards social media when really we probably should be trying to do more, have more conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Reaching, um, reaching into our network as opposed to having someone tell us what they think we should do. It's like, just look at your numbers. Like how is your business running right now? Right. Oh, yeah. um, and, and also too, I'm the same way. Like, <laughs> like sometimes I want to do certain initiatives and I'll put up a poll and no one pays attention to it. Yep. And you know, my feelings get hurt a little bit, but then it's <laughs> like, okay, but I still want to do it. So I'm going to do it. And if it works, fantastic. I knew it Mm -hmm. would. If it doesn't, okay, fine. Maybe it needs to be tweaked or adjusted, right? And and we get so caught up in our heads about what we think it's going, how we think it's going to be, what we think we should do, as opposed to just releasing it out into the world, right? Like I, I am not someone who's like 
analysis paralysis. I'm totally not that girl. Like I am like balls to the wall, <laughs> uh-huh. lack of a better phrase. <laughs> For me, it's just like, okay, these are the steps that I need to do to execute it. Let me release it. This is the minimum viable product or MVP that I need in order for it to be released that so that I feel good. And then, you know, when people engage with it or book it, then I can make adjustments along the way, but you can't do that if it just stays here the entire time, you know, like, so, so confidence to me is a combination of taking that thought and then actually acting on the thought. Right. So the more that you act, the more your confidence increases, the more that you're able to be more in tune with yourself and your own own decisions. Uh-huh. And even if that means not saying anything and just releasing it out into the world, uh, because sometimes we release it for that outward validation, not even yeah. realizing it, right? Yep. Um, oh, yeah. And so then when it's not received the way that we thought, then we feel like, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't do it. Right. And that's, that's not the case. Yeah. So, cause, cause even if it flops, even if you like spent months on this product or this course or whatever, and then it flops, no one's really interested. No one buys it. It's still a learning process. Absolutely. You can, you can get so much from that, from failures and that will push you forward. Um, Or like you said, it like might need a little bit of tweaking. Or yeah. because you've already launched it once or you already got it out there, then you tweak it and you're like, hey, I got 2.0 coming out in a couple months. And then people get a little bit more excited, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. anyone who got the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is even going to be better. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of times we, um, my, myself included, when I say we, I mean me, um, are, are perfectionists and we mm-hmm. want it to be mm-hmm. perfect. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to keep it in my mind. I'm going to keep it, keep working on this until it is absolutely perfect. And it's just going to blow people away instead of like, get it out there. Yeah. And like when it's good and you're like, okay, this is good. Like you, it needs to be a certain level of quality. You don't just like, you know, right. just don't just scratch something on a piece of paper. Crap like, out there. there. Yeah. 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 But like, like make it, make it good quality, but it doesn't have to be perfect and polished and everything. And it's going to have bugs. You're going to learn from that. Mm -hmm. You're going to make, make the next thing even better, but like that done is better than perfect. Um, really, really changed my mindset toward a lot of things. And, and people aren't looking for perfection. They're looking for solutions. Mm -hmm. So what exactly are you offering that is helping your people solve, solve an issue, right? And then you can figure out the systems and, and how you want to like, uh, get to that solution or offer that solution to your clients, but they're not looking for, for perfection. They're just looking for someone to solve their problem. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Do you, do you have any tips? I know there are a few uh, product photographers um, listening as well. Do you have any tips for really getting to know the brand and like matching that feel Mm. as you take um, the product photos? Cause you know, there's so many different, uh, you, you're much more like bright and Mm. lively uh, type Mm. photos. I know there are other product 
photographers that are like really dark and moody to moody. Like barely see what it is <laughs> um but like is is there a process i know it's probably like a whole nother episode to get into the whole process mm-hmm. but like a couple of tips on really honing in on the brand that you're working with or some questions that they could ask uh mm-hmm. those brands you know how can I summarize this so that it makes sense? I would say, um, well, the first thing, look to see what the brand's doing now. Like, mm-hmm. so, so what kind of content are they developing now? Not to kind of go into a nerdy tangent, but this is the perfect time for product photographers to uh, become suitable options for bigger brands. and. Here's why, based off of my personal experience, is that a lot of these big brands, they are starting to cut their internal marketing departments. You know, maybe they Mm -hmm. had talent that was on staff that was very expensive for them to keep on staff, right? Um, And unfortunately, when businesses are looking to downsize, the marketing team is usually the first or one of the first to kind of get... Yeah. Um, and I would use that to your advantage, right? Like, so, you know, make sure, like I said earlier before that you're marketing your services and you're showing up, but really pay attention to the type of content that the brand is already developing. Is that something that maybe you don't shoot in that style, but is that something that you would be interested on taking on if a brand were to approach you with an opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. And we're not even talking about price like and that actually still works to your favor because even if your investment price let's say is 10 g's that's still less (laughs) than what they would be paying someone on staff right so light bulb just probably went off for a lot of folks right oh yeah um so really look at like what kind of content the brand's already developing and then when they approach you one of the things that that we do is um, aside from having like a discovery call, but even after that, like an onboarding process, one of the things that we get from the client is a, a, have them complete a client intake form. And pretty much that asks them even more detailed questions. So like, what colors do you want us to incorporate? What colors do you want us not to? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which orientation <clears throat> do you have inspiration images, you know, understanding that we're not using this for duplication, right. but more so that we're interpreting it using the style that you're hiring me for. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so we use that information to really develop a really close to on-brand sh- shot list in order to create content. Um, for these brands, I think it's very, um, it's very easy. Well, let me back up also to try not to have, be so emotional, have a lot of emotion behind it. (laughs) Um, I say that because, you know, you're an artist and you're sensitive about your ish. Uh However, the objective is to uh, follow the brief that you and the brand has agreed to. So whatever that looks like, um, and you may say, you know, this is not as creative, even though creative is subjective, is, is subjective or objective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Subjective. With, 
subjective that's i think that's thank right. you um, i get I, me, i'm also like i'm like it's like, one of those two <laughs> it's definitely not one like, of them it's like the, but it's the other keywords creative creativity is relative right and so yes. you want to make sure that you're still following the client's brief at the end of the day like are they happy at the end of the day mm-hmm. that is the priority right like it really isn't about you it's not about me it's about the client at the end yeah. of the day so yeah. what is it that you need to shoot or create or whatever. Um, and also kind of plan ahead. So having that shot list, having the client agree to that shot list so that once you get to shoot day, there isn't this confusion of, okay, what should we shoot and why and when and whatever. It just helps with managing time too, Mm -hmm. which tends to be a huge, um, opportunity for photographers in terms of because they're so creative it's like yeah the time is of the essence and they need these assets in order to uh promote their products right so it's it's more so using the creative for that one time like when you're shooting but mm-hmm. but understanding like you are still running a business it is no longer a hobby for you once there is some sort of monetary exchange oh yeah i hope that that answers yeah oh yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and um and like i while you're talking about that i um i know it just like popped back in my head what you said yes. earlier about um like how you got started in product photography and you did a lot of that for free mm-hmm. which i know a lot of people are against working for free i think that it is one of the best ways to get um get your your name out there like name recognition product portfolio, mm-hmm. all of that. And you're also not doing it for free. Sure. You're not bringing in mm-hmm. any money, mm-hmm. but you're still, uh, you're still doing your time. And like you are, you're giving a lot of your time and resources to it, but you're also getting back a full portfolio that you right. can now market to other people, just to other people. Mm-hmm. And, and let me just add on that too. Like, cause yeah. I always have an asterisk about offering services for free. One uh-huh. determine how, like your length of time of how long you want to do that and how many projects you want to have during that length of time. Yeah. And then also, um, the, the, the other way to kind of get around that is let's say you approach a brand and you're like, I would love to create five images for you for free, but let's say you present them with a photo gallery of 25 images. And let's say they come back and they're like, wow, we really love everything. Now you're like, well, you know, you're going to get five for free Mm -hmm. and then have an a la carte price for the balance of the images. Right. So there's still some sort of monetary exchange. So like, yes, these five were free, but now if you want additional photos, here you go. Yeah. Here's here's my invoice, right? Yeah. So that is a way of you can of of you of you doing that and um and other and and the other thing too is uh cuz I had a student ask me ask me this in in my photo CEO program. They're like, "You know, how do I pitch to brands to get product to shoot for free?" But this person already had 3 years of photography experience. So I think it also depends on your experience, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're three years in the game, I'm gonna need you to put your big girl, big boy or or non-binary, you know, pan, panties on, uh-huh. uh, britches on and start pitching to get paid. 
Okay, so there there is a very, in my opinion, small window window of time for when you can offer your services for free. But eventually, you're gonna have to like step it up and level up, yep. um, and really like understand best practices for pitching yourself um, and and pricing negotiation, which can be a whole different conversation. Yeah, there's a lot. For another time, there's a lot oh, yeah. that goes into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I love what like you said that you have that time frame. Like yep. predetermined, yep. like whenever I moved, cause I was originally in the, the Austin, Texas area, moved out to the Houston, Texas area, um, kind of in that market now. Um, and when I moved, I was like, all right, I'm going to reach out to five couples. Cause I'm a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do five engagement shoots for free. But after that, I'm going to start charging. Cause I wanted to build my, my Houston area portfolio. Mm-hmm. And, and get some connections with some wedding venues and maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm, do some mm-hmm. photos out there and then mm-hmm. share those photos with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, but then after those five couples, the next one that I contacted or who contacted me, I was like, here's my pricing because they had already exactly. seen what I exactly. did. They already, they already saw the work and it's enough. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. also I, I, <laughs> random, but I also yeah. like, ugh, I hate the idea of doing test shoots for a brand. Uh-huh. I have a love hate relationship for it because for me, it's like, I have an extensive body of work that's been created over six years. Yeah. And so for you to say that you want additional test images, it's like, so what you're telling me that what you're telling me is, although you should not, but the immediate thought is, so what you're saying is the work that I've done is not enough for you to pay me. I don't know if I really want to work with someone like that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. again, to each his own, right? right? Like, but I feel like when a brand is, is reaching out to you and they want to work with you and have you create content, you should put your business hat on and work on a negotiation to get financially compensated. Oh yeah. But that's but that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm with you on that opinion. Like <laughs> like this is my portfolio. Like if you don't trust that I can replicate the same quality of work that mm-hmm. I have over the past 6 years, mm-hmm. maybe we're not a great fit. But, you know, that that is just me. Um uh, and I am okay with people leaving and not booking me. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, if we're, if we're not a good fit, if there's not that trust from them that I'm yep. going to do a good job, yep. that's going to stick around. Like For even the after that test shoot. project, the uh-huh. entire project. And then after the end of the project, whenever you send all over all those images, that's usually the type of client that's going to be like, Hey, so about this one, do you have another uh-huh. version of this? Uh-huh. That's like uh-huh. maybe, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, so just beware, beware <laughs> of people who want test shoots, people. Yes. I'm just, me and John are just letting y'all know. Yeah. Yeah. Never, it never sets a good precedent in my, no. in my experience. No, so. I, I agree. And the same I've had, um, in the wedding realm, I've had mm. people say, well, could we, could we get like a, a free, like mini photo shoot for engagement photos just to see if we like your style and how to work with you. I'm like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you already see my style and like, like me talking, like this is how it's going to be. <laughs> right. uh, this, this is, this is the experience. Um, but 
Okay, so kind of to to go off on another little random mm. uh, place. Tell yeah. me about um, Black Girls Love Marvel. Oh, what, what, is, what is this about? I saw I this on Instagram. I did not think you're gonna bring this up. <laughs> oh man, you just put me on the spot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Marvel movies. I've seen every single movie that they've released like the first 10 years. Cause I now, I guess we're post 10 now. Um, I've seen all 22 movies, all, all of them, all of them. I love them all. I've mm-hmm. even, I'm even watching the what if uh, cartoon series, which is very interesting. We can talk about that briefly, but, okay. um, but what I realized, you know, when I was looking at like fan uh, fan based uh, like Instagram feeds and things like that. It was something from a black girl's perspective, like just a regular, I, I consider myself a regular black girl, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm cool, you know, but you know, I've watched Austin's Creek, you know, I also like Lil John, and you know, uh-huh. there's, there's a spectrum. And I also just so happen to love action, Marvel action movies. And yep. so um, I had the idea to create it with a, another girlfriend of mine. She's based out of LA and we were following each other and she would just go ham when movie Marvel movies would come out. Like, and mm-hmm. she would like, like have dissertations and kind of like give her reviews. And I was like, you know, let me reach out to her and see if she would love to be one half of this. So we decided to create an Instagram account <laughs> called Black Girls Love Marvel. And it's just really just memes Um, And also a little bit of education, because I feel like sometimes um, in the comic world that sometimes it could be a little bit intimidating and sometimes condescending in their Mm -hmm. um, education of, you know, just like what are the affinity stones and what what do each of them do? Right. Right. Yeah. Because like Um, me, I didn't read any of the comics. Right. I was never into comic books or anything. So I got into the Marvel movies and then people were like, oh. Thanos is going to be here. I can't like, this is going to be amazing. I'm like, who is this? What, right. what is, who, what's who, infinity stones? Who the F is Thanos, right? Uh-huh. Like yeah. Nebula, what, Gamora. So right. um, just like kind of like sharing that, that type of information was still being essentially funny. Um, and it's just a passion project. Um, and it's so funny. I was talking to a lawyer two days ago. I was like, can we trademark this? And you're like, no, you can't trademark it. Marvel is an existing um, entity. Uh, um, but people, they love things like this if it's good, of course, um, mm-hmm. because it helps get the word out and, you know, just shows appreciation for Marvel Enterprise. I just really love oh, yeah. Marvel also, too, just from a business perspective, just the way that they can plan things years out in advance and execute yeah. them so well. Um, I mean, that's just a business girl's dream. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that they incorporate um, <clears throat> like humor into a lot yes. of the movies too. Yeah. Like, like, cause they can get DC, serious real quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like DC and Marvel were like almost like neck and neck competitors like 10 years ago. Yes. I don't even know the last <laughs> the last DC movie that it's I saw. Like, it's like if you're thinking about how to run your business and like how to utilize like business strategies, mm-hmm. like 
Marvel and DC Comics, it's like a really great case study of what to do and what not to do, in my oh, yeah. opinion. Like there is yeah. there is a case study there. Um, and maybe, maybe I'll actually put that together, but yeah, um, I I love those parallels. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just something fun to do. No pressure. It literally is a hobby as of right now, you know, which hobbies are really hard to come by nowadays. They are, especially hobbies that you don't like monetize monetization. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, so it's very laissez-faire right now because we both have our own like businesses mm-hmm. uh, to manage, but it's just something, it's just something fun to do. So if you guys want to follow <laughs> on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> uh, Black Girls Love Marvel, check it cool. out. Cool. Thank you for yeah. asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My So my, my wife and I, like we hadn't seen a ton of Marvel movies. We yeah, I had seen like the, the OG like mm. uh Captain America, Iron Man, mm-hmm. Thor, mm-hmm. uh Thor Ragnarok for sure is one of my favorites. So good. One of my favorites, it's, right? It's so funny. Oh, YTT. So yeah. yes. So good. He's yes. just so yeah. And the the fact that okay. he voiced um oh Korg. Korg. The big yeah. Uh, I was like, that's that's his voice. Okay. Um but yeah anyway if you have not watched uh thor ragnarok go thor do ragnarok today. is so yeah i would say thor ragnarok i mean there's a lot of think pieces around thor ragnarok because it mm-hmm. was a huge departure from the first two yeah. thors um yeah. but a lot of people saw thor ragnarok as like the like a redo essentially of the first two so yeah i'm excited to see what what love and thunder um yeah is like when it comes out i think next next year i think so yeah yeah also the business side of marvel they like release those like this is coming out spring of 2023 this is going to be fall of 24 i mean there there's a case study there Uh y'all let me let me put it all together but there is a case study yes yeah a hundred percent yeah there's and that's and that's a good uh a good tip for just like going through life. Like look at these other brands. Don't focus on just photographers. You can Mm -hmm. learn, you can learn from movies. You can learn from Marvel. You can learn Mm -hmm. from Starbucks, like any, anywhere and everywhere. There's, there's inspiration around you. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just gotta, just gotta have your eyes open and ready for it. Yeah. Awesome. Tamara, this has been so much fun. I have, I've really enjoyed this. Um, so before we before we wrap yes. up, there's a part of the show that I like to do, just um, what we're loving this week. So mm-hmm. it could be could be a Marvel movie, could be a book, TV show, a new food. Um, what 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 are you loving this week? Okay, there's a few things, but I'll keep it. I'll try to keep it brief. I actually just started, uh, or I just finished watching Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. I know that came out what, the end of August or maybe beginning, I don't know, beginning of September. Uh, yeah. Um, that was crazy. Um, also, um, Only Murders in the Building. Ooh, Are you familiar okay. with that on Hulu? No, I have oh not even God. heard that. So it stars Selena Gomez and get this, y'all, Martin Short and... Oh, um, um, uh, Martin, 
was it Steve Martin? Mar Steve Martin. Yeah. Thank I was you. like, they're both Martin. I was like, they're both Martins up in there. Um, and it's so funny and it just, it takes me back because it's based in New York. Um, and it's, it's hella funny, 30 minute episodes. And those come out every Tuesday. Okay. Um, and that one, sorry. Yeah. What, what was the name of that one? Cause I only murders in the building, only murders in the building. Okay. Cause I've heard of, of the, like the three of them together. And I was like, oh, that's going to be an interesting, interesting pairing of like, I know Martin Short, Steve Martin have done a ton, a ton. together over yeah. the decades. Yeah. Um, yeah. But having Selena Gomez in the mix will be, will be interesting. Okay. Mar cool. Martin Short is amazing. Um, and so uh, you, which I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to, um, the last season of um, Dear White People came out yesterday. Ooh, so okay. I will be watching that. That's a good show. Um, such a good show. And movie-wise, of course, uh, Marvel movies. But also, I love um, the 007 movies. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think the next one comes out in October. And I just honestly, the storylines are like crap. But like <laughs> the cinematography, like if you're looking for inspiration, the cinematography, I feel like, of the 007 movies is just is just bar none to me okay just the color and yeah really okay. beautiful um, i always like really good cinematic movies yeah. and tv shows because yeah. even if even if the plot's like eh, i don't know and even if the acting is not that great like there was a movie i don't remember the name of it i i had like said that i was loving it months ago um yeah. <laughs> but it was on prime video i think it's lost in the woods maybe i don't remember that um, but yeah the cinematography was amazing the acting was like okay um <laughs> like i there were there were no no a-listers or b-listers in that movie but um but the cinematography i was just like i gotta pause this a1 and just right in the composition of all yes this. Uh, uh, oh and sex education on netflix so season okay. three I love you would think for the amount of work that I do, like how is Tamara? <laughs> uh, uh, I just love, I love my home tourist life. Um, yes. But yeah, so those were really great. And then uh, I have a product coming out, but I don't know if it's okay to share. Now. Go, go ahead and share it. I was going to ask you uh, for, <laughs> for an affirmation um, yes. as we were ending, but yeah, yes. get, get into your, your affirmation card. Okay. So tomorrow I'm launching officially my embrace ease affirmations for uh, women entrepreneurs. It is affirmations to help you embrace ease and balance without the guilt and the woo woo. Yes. Um, so there are 40 cards total, 35 affirmations, and then five blank ones to write your own. And they come out tomorrow. Um, follow me on Instagram for the direct link in my bio. Um, and I'm offering 10% off, um, for people who want to join my close friends list. So all you have to do nice. is send me a DM with your handle with the at symbol to make it easier for me. Uh -huh. um, and you will get that special code. Like I'll be doing it like later on tonight. So. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I can pull a card whenever you, whenever you're ready. Yeah. Here I'll do, I'll do what I'm loving this week. And then oh we'll my God, close yes. out. I'm so sorry. Okay. So no, you're good. Rude. You're good. <laughs> I'm so no, rude y'all. You're good. Yeah. We'll, we'll just close with the affirmation. <laughs> what are you looking forward we'll to? 
Um, so it's a show that I liked a couple of years ago uh, called Manifest. And um, the third season recently came out. Mm-hmm. I've already finished it. Um, it's it's an interesting show. It's It follows a group of people who are on a flight that everyone believed crashed, but then they just show up like five and a half years later and land like, you know, they went through some like, turbulence. Like everything was cool. They land like everything was cool. No one has aged a day. And then they get off the... Uh, the plane and everyone is freaking out. Like media is there. Their families have flown in um, because for everyone else, they disappeared. They assume they crashed somewhere and they've been gone for five and a half years. Um, And one, one interesting thing is there's a family, the main family that it follows there's twins. And one of the twins um, goes home early with her mom. And then the other twin is on the flight. So now they're like, five-year difference but they're still twins Um, so it's got some some good lost vibes if you watch Mm -hmm. lost back in the day Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. with the whole plane stuff um and then some sort of like supernatural type uh feels too with uh they start getting what they call the callings where they're like trying to help other people and they find out all these things. There's some pretty big twists that come at the end of the second season um, that kind of lead the whole third season and a bunch of new stuff. Uh, So yeah, it's good. Also um, a friend of mine is uh, one of the actors in it uh, in season two. So that was, that was really cool. Whenever um, he was posting some behind the scenes stuff, I was like, Hey, I already watched manifest. This is awesome. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm loving manifest. Um, and then, yeah, no, I have so many things to watch now after, after your list, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to add that in there, um, which is great. Cause I, I don't have a ton of time to watch things, but like I wash the dishes every right. morning exactly, and I just put my phone over there. I got the Bluetooth in and I'll watch that while I'm washing, um, it's a good, you know, 20 minutes of a movie or something mm-hmm, at a time. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's also parenting life. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Um, what's go ahead and go ahead and pull one of those affirmation oh, cards. Oh, let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. an affirmation then, let's and then an tell, affirmation. tell everyone where they can find you, where they can follow along, where they can, uh, join, join your list to get the, the 10% off the cards. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the affirmation that I pulled, I think this is a good one um, as we're moving into the holidays. Um, So being in a season of rest does not mean I am being lazy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I need to hear that. I am am always like... Oh man, I feel guilty like sitting here and resting for 15 minutes when I I have so many things to do. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, especially like a season of rest cuz so many times especially as entrepreneurs, we need seasons of rest mm-hmm. to give us that that energy to make it through the next season of well, the season business. of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um and also resting actually um, stimulates more space for creativity. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. I love that. Well, Tamara, where can people find you? Where can they follow along? Um, 
on yeah. social media, website, all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you want to learn more about our services, we actually just launched the new website. So nice. uh, go to dardencreative.com. Uh, if you want to uh, shoot the shit <laughs> with me on Instagram, um, you can follow me at Tamara, so T-A-M-E-R-A dot Darden, D-A-R-D-E-N um, on Instagram and also follow the Darden Creative Instagram. So it's just Darden Creative um, on IG. Um, and for the cards, Everything will be available, the link in my bio. But if you want to take advantage of the 10% off, follow me, of course. Shoot me a DM with your IG handle and I will take care of you. So that's all all the info and I can share it with John um, for the show notes as well. Cool. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. Well, yeah, y'all should definitely go follow Tamara. And, um, and if you're a Marvel fan, go follow, uh, black Black girls Girls love Marvel. Marvel. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sweet Tamara, this has been great. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Y'all, I loved getting to chat with Tamara. Seriously, we could have talked for hours and hours um, super easily. Tamara is so knowledgeable on product photography and how to create a vision that matches the product brand while still keeping that little bit of Tamara in the mix. Um, I loved it. I loved our conversation and I hope you did too. Um, as always, you can find all the things in today's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 83, including Tamara's fun project, Black Girls Love Marvel. This podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can join us for the next live podcast and ask your questions live. I hope I said live enough um, in our Facebook group. <laughs> Uh, by searching for the light and dark photography podcast group. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate links, which means that we get a few dollars whenever you check them out. It's a great way to, for you to receive a good deal from our sponsors and you get to support this podcast while you do it. We appreciate that. We myself and all of the guests. Uh, Today's episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Tamara is at tamara.darden and her business is at Darden Creative. You can also find me at allheartphoto. If you enjoyed today's episode, screenshot it, share it in your stories, share it wherever you like. Um, Just tag me so I can see it. I would love to connect. Um, Until next week, I will see you in the Facebook group. Bye.